It is uh, the art of everything with myself, Bridget Masinga, right here on uh, SAFM, uh, kicking off what's going to be an incredible four hours of the show. Uh, we are starting off our conversations with Made in SA this evening, uh, looking at a guest who was uh, in conversation with Sichaba a little bit earlier on in the week. I love the fact that lockdown made a lot of people pivot. And how do you go from law to interior design? We'll definitely find out uh, that trajectory. Also coming up tonight, uh, we catch up to uh, Bab Sam Nzima's son uh, on the back of uh, the Sam Nzima Foundation celebrating four years. As you know, Bab Sam Nzima is uh, the uh, famous but little known photographer who took that iconic picture of Hector Peterson back in uh, 1976. All that and more coming up right here on The Art of Everything. Let's take a quick break and then we come back and get straight into Made in SA. Staying up to date with your TV license balance has never been easier. You simply SMS your ID number or TV license number to 44210 to get your balance. Quick and easy at the touch of your fingertips. Standard network SMS costs apply. Free SMSs do not apply. Paying your TV license helps us to keep you informed and educated. Always. SABC TV licenses. Made possible by you. T's and C supply. Made in SA. On the art of everything with Bridget Masinga. Friday evenings, you know how it goes. It is uh, the art of everything as we ready you for the weekend right ahead. Looking at all things that uh, pertain to arts, culture, and of course, lifestyle. Kicking off our conversation this evening in Made in SA, uh, we uh, pick up on a conversation that C. Chaba had on Living Redefined with a phenomenal guest, Shamarisa uh, Ndaba, a 33-year-old now interior designer. Uh, and uh, listen, just Judging by what she's managed to accomplish in the last two years, I can even add serial entrepreneur. But that is not how her story began. Uh, her story began as a LLB uh, degree holder, an LLB graduate from the University of Limpopo. Uh, with a postgraduate program in telecommunications acquired from VITS. COVID hit and then she pivoted like a lot of people, not just domestically, but internationally. That was the buzzword of the day, pivoting. Shamarisa uh, Ndaba joins me now on the line. Good evening to you. Uh, good evening, Bridget. Um, good evening to um, all the SAFM listeners. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time. You know, we uh, peeped your conversation with Sichaba this past Monday on Living Redefined, and we thought, well, we might as well, you know, continue on this gravy train uh, <laughs> and talk to Clamarisa on our show. Pivoting was a big, big, big buzzword in uh, 2020. We didn't get around to, um, you know, really just um, going through the Oxford Dictionary and finding out what were the top 10 most used words of 2020. But I can certainly almost say without a shadow of a doubt that pivoting was one of the words that was ranked right up there. And you did exactly that when COVID hit. You pivoted. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and and why? I mean, I, I have a lot of friends who are either, you know, lawyers, advocates or uh, partners in, in legal firms. And I know that to some degree, depending on what your area of focus was, there was a bit of a slowdown in law. Um, but a lot of, of the people that I know just kind of, you know, they were like, we'll just take this time to relax. You decided that, no, COVID is hitting 
life is doing what and I need to do something else? What was going on? Okay, so for me, it was, a, you know, a story of survival. Mm. Um, me branching into manufacturing slash, you know, uh, dealing with interiors, it was uh, something that one had to do in order to survive under the circumstances. Mm. Uh, I was um, running a law firm, and I'm still running a law firm. Mm. Um, yeah, so I was a practicing attorney. And things were good until um, COVID hit and hit hard. Yeah. And um, there was a cash flow problem because most of the people were either not working or, you know, working from home and uh, production was disturbed and it, it affected everything. Mm. Um, but for, for me, the changing point was um, when I had to uh, sit down and reevaluate my responsibilities as a leader, mm. and particularly to also the people who I was working with, uh, my employees, the people who looked up uh, uh, to me as a leader to provide direction mm-hmm. and, you know, to a certain extent, even protection. Mm. So I had about 18 employees at a time, and um, we were, because of Cash flow constraint, um, you know, it was now a reality that we're going to get to a point where we cannot, I cannot be able to keep them or pay their salaries. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I had to go back to the drawing board and and see as to how do I actually uh, keep going with these people that I, I, I was supposed to carry mm. at that difficult uh, 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 period. It's then that I... Um, actually had um, an idea uh, to get into um, manufacturing mm. uh, because we started by manufacturing beds. So we started our own line, uh, our own brand of beds called yeah. Precision uh, Beds. Okay. Uh, Precision, which is the name of the company. Okay, okay. So, yeah, so we started our own line of, of beds. And, and were you yeah. e- were you ever in manufacturing or interiors? Was this ever? Because I mean, I know you've obviously got your LL degree from the University of Limpopo. You've got a postgraduate degree in telecommunications. But unless I'm missing something here, <laughs> did you hold some kind of qual- qualification in in manufacturing, in interior, or was this just something you were passionate about and you saw a gap and a moment in time that said, "Why not now?" Um, to be honest, I was never, in fact, I've never even been, before then, I had never even been exposed to manufacturing of anything. Mm. Um, I have never been, you know, close to anything interior, mm. but I always liked nice spaces. Okay. Uh, but it was not something that I thought it could be, for me, it was like, okay, fine, um, if, if I buy a house, then I can be able to do what I want mm. in that house. But it, it was never before then. I never had even dreamt of, of, of being in that space. Uh, that is why, um, you know, according to what I believe, I think uh, precision was just, um, uh, you know, it was born in prayer. Mm. I think the idea for me was born in prayer. Mm. Uh, it, it's just something that just came out of the blue that, you know, this could work. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. I mean, you know, I think for for me, even the most interesting part is when people pivot, most of the time it's, 
it's uh, based on, you know, an underlying passion, something that maybe they dabbled in at some point in time and then had to take a different route. But here you were on a womb and a prayer uh, and in a moment where you thought, let me just get another plan to, to put in place here. And the plan happened to work. So, so, so beautifully interesting. So now here we are, two years in, uh, Precision is up and running. You've now got four branches, if, I, if I'm if i not mistaken. Um, you've expanded outside of, of, of Guiani, which was your home base, um, to Pretoria and, and two other regions now. Yes. So basically, we, we our factory is based in Gauteng. Mm. And that is where we started manufacturing. And we started selling, like literally, um, when we started, uh, I remember selling the first set of beds that we manufactured mm-hmm. at home in my village uh, on a pavement. Mm-hmm. So I'm based in Gauteng. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and for me, it was, okay, let me just try to, to see if these people will be interested in the product. And yeah. I had sets of beds, and within two days, I was out of stock. Wow. And then I realized, that okay fine um then there could be an opportunity here so and then we came back we also used to sell on the streets of tembisa mm. we just drop the bed we take a bike he dropped the bed and and do a product exposure that's where we started wow but as we were doing this pilot project we realized that we have a good product people appreciate this product although they didn't know the name yeah and and we realized that yes there is um, a, a gap in the market for for comfortable uh, 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 beds mm. that that can last people longer than the beds that you know have saturated the market. Someone buy a bed now, and next year you have to buy another bed. And our product was priced well. Mm. And it's then that we started. Uh, we, we, we 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 had a. I think within a month or two, mm. um, our sales were going well. That we had to get a store. Uh, somewhere around Guiani. Wow. And um, we ran some radio adverts. Yeah. And people started buying the product. And yeah, then the other stores now um, followed. Mm. Uh, but now, as we were selling the beds, people would come to us, particularly because we started outside Gauteng. Yeah. So you'd have uh, uh, customers coming, they want beds, and they start asking, don't you guys have headboards? Um, <laughs> don't you have this? Because and, and so you were we literally also... selling the matras, right, Lamarisa? Like, literally, yes, when yes, we yes. say bed, we're not talking like those, uh, you, you know, like the, the, the shift beds, the, the things that you put a matras in, but you were actually selling them the bed, the, the, the matras and the base. Yes, yes, that's what we're selling. So we, we, we realized that there was a gap in the market. Mm. And then um, as, 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 as precision was growing, then we then introduced uh, uh, furniture. And mm. then we were looking more at custom-made furniture because normal traditional stores yeah. um, offer you what's on the floor. Mm. Um, if, if we have a brown couch, we have a brown couch. Mm. You take the brown couch or you don't get the brown couch. Mm. And, you know, everyone has access to the same product and it looks the same. Mm. So um, then we started exploring that space of, of custom-made furniture. And also because we, 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 we manufacture good quality stuff mm. uh, with good finishings, 
and, and our products are priced well. Actually, what we're trying to create and what we saw as an opportunity, we were trying to create access into the market. Mm, mm, so, mm. And, and even the way we have structured um, our, our lay-by policies, mm. with us, you can actually buy, come and pay for eight months for a headboard. Mm. We don't mind because we manufacture, we, we do not resell, yes. we manufacture this product. So if, if, if you are a pensioner and you want a 10,000 rand set of mattress mm. and, and you can afford to pay for that in 12 months, mm. we, we give you that opportunity. What we want is to manufacture a good quality product and mm. they must end up in the hands of the customers. Now, so that is what created an opportunity for us in the market. Tell me this, in terms of, because you, you, know, you, you have mentioned that you had no manufacturing um, sort of experience before, never even so much as, as, as uh, built you know, your, your own interiors from scratch, which is obviously something that a lot of women like to do also these days. Um, how, how easy was the process for you in terms of identifying the necessary resources, the factories, the suppliers, um, you know, the, the designers, and then being able to, to manufacture th- goods that were up to the level and quality that, and standards that you envisioned them to be? Was, was that an easy process? I can't imagine that's an easy process to sort of infiltrate and get right from the get-go. Um, that was very difficult. Mm. I remember after buying the machine in my whole life, I had never met anyone who, oh, you know, in my circle mm. who, who had said to me, uh, my job is to sew beds. Yes. Or I, you know, um, but somehow, like I mentioned, through prayer, yeah. um, after buying the machine, I remember when they were still manufacturing the machine, I even regretted that I wasted my savings mm. uh, because I didn't know where to start. But somehow I got to meet up with the right people, uh, uh, you know, did some research. Mm. Uh, 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 Google was, was my, you know, like my, my, <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and also I think what also worked for me was humility. Mm. So I had to be very humble, humble enough to learn from everyone. Mm. and anyone who had any knowledge about the industry. Mm. So I, 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 I met uh, 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 people. Um, the people that I hired, mm. like our Sintred, mm. um, he, he actually taught me 70% of what I know about beds. Mm. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, the research that one was doing, it was a difficult process because even pricing, mm. costing, mm. I, I had to learn that. Uh, from a scratch, and sometimes it was trial and error. Yeah. But I think as long as you're committed to mm. to learning, mm-hmm. uh, you will learn. Even now, I'm still learning. Even now, uh, we're still getting better. Yeah. Even now, we still want our products to be better than they are now. Yeah. So, you know, for me, I I I believe as long as one is committed to learning, mm. uh, they are committed to growth, and. Um, Yes, and, you know, being humble enough to understand that uh, uh, you don't know everything. Absolutely. Everyone can teach you something. 
Absolutely. And and the other thing that I love about your story, we, we're talking to Shamarisa uh, Ndaba, who is uh, by profession, the practicing attorney, found herself, uh, like many of us, having to pivot at the beginning of COVID. Uh, a lot of attorneys having to slow down. As we know, in the prof- profession of law, you really are working by billable hours. So if your clients are not tasking you for, for work, there's really no hours for you to bill. Um, and then finding herself pivoting and getting into the world of interiors, starting off by making beds and selling those beds on the streets. And and you know what I even love about that? That whole, you know, we, we see like the likes of Abo DJ Smoo and these great uh, serial entrepreneurs that we all admire, Abo Russell Simmons and all these people who've gone on to do incredible things, even like globally all say that the hustler spirit is something that you either have or you don't have. And I think, I don't know if you would agree or not, that you obviously have the hustler spirit in you because to be able to make beds and then say all of a practicing attorney who runs a law firm is going to go and peddle these beds on the streets of Tembisa to sell them because I don't have a brick and mortar store that takes some kind of chutzpah within you. You know, some somebody else would have said, ah, no, I'm not going to do that. Like to go stand on the streets and sell beds. No, I'm not. But you you had the, the guts and the bravery to do it. And and it paid off in, in the way that you envisioned it in your prayer. Yes, yes, um, it did. I, I actually remember, you know, an incident that happened to me when I was, you know, in the streets of Tembisa selling, uh, one gentleman came and he wanted to buy eight beds for his guest house. Mm. And then um, I asked him where his guest house was. Then he said it was somewhere around Limpopo mm. in some area. I said, I know that area. I studied there. I went to varsity there. Mm. And he looked at me and he said, if you had gone to school, you would definitely not be on the streets mm. um, selling. Um, and, and for me, that was worrying in terms of the perspective that people have about uh, people who are out on the streets mm. uh, trying to pursue uh, their dreams. But mm. I, I, I guess everyone, we all cut out from uh, a different cloth and um, we're wired to, to do um, different things in different ways. Mm. And I think that's where the question of... Um, you know, um, purpose. Um, because if you understand your purpose, mm. um, between your purpose and how you are wired or how God has created you, mm. um, then you know what you know um, what you can take and what you cannot take. Mm. So for me, even in my career um, as an attorney, I always gravitated towards the business side, um, the business side of everything. Um, including in IT, mm. I, I did a postgraduate um, um, qualification um, on telecommunications. And from there, I was now drawn into the IT space, but the business side of the IT space mm. than the technical part. So I guess, yes, um, I, I, I think I'm, 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 I'm wired like that. Mm. Mm. Uh, the other thing that I, I sort of wanted to also bring to focus um, before we, we run out of time, and I've just got like two minutes or so, is your your very deliberate focus in also employing females within your business. 
uh, you've taken a conscious decision that you're going to empower and upskill women. Yes. Um, I've, I've always been, okay, I'm more the type that is um, more interested in, in, in grooming mm. um, people. So at the moment, um, the, the company employs about 17 people. Most mm. of them are young people and they are women. Mm. And we are also trying to get the CETA uh, 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 accreditation for us to actually train women mm. in, 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 you know, furniture making and, and all that. And, and we feel like that because um, you must remember that small businesses are, are normally the foot soldiers of transformation because we are the ones on the ground. Yes. And if, if we are empowered and an environment is created for us to be able to empower ordinary uh, uh, people on the street, then in another way, we'll be dealing with um, uh, the challenge that we have in South Africa uh, of un- youth unemployment. Mm. Uh, because um, the efforts into uh, reducing, um, you know, unemployment uh, in general uh, we really have to be deliberate in those kind of efforts, and we really need to, you know, make a decision that this is my, this is the part that we're going to do as precision. Yeah. Um, yes. Um, in 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 terms of addressing some of these challenges, because you know, if if you look at countries like Kenya, for example, um, small businesses are literally the bedrock of 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 the economy. Absolutely. And, and, we, and we believe that. Even even as precision interiors, if, you know, if we can be able to employ hundred youth, we will be uh, contributing into solving that problem. Absolutely. So yes, um, we very deliberate about empowering women and young people. Uh, Lamarissa, let's let's uh, wrap it there for this evening. But I love the work that you do. Uh, Precision is live on digital platforms. If you want to check out some of the work that uh, they uh, they have produced uh, in the last two years or so, we've also tagged them on our Twitter handle at SAFM Radio. It is the art of everything.